Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B Double Brandon Benefield alongside GB Gerard Bonner and the lovely Diana Michelle. And uh, we are coming off of an amazing <laughs> show. I'm still buzzing from last week, guys. We were sending 2022 out in a big way. How are you guys feeling after SHW 46? Man, that show, the, every match, every single match i was i was taking notes and i was mm-hmm. like yeah i'm gonna <laughs> we gotta talk about that and yeah shut up zach oh my god and we gotta talk <laughs> about this and yeah it was it was one of those shows that you if you missed that one ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we, we talk about it all the time, GB. It's all about moments and the way it yes. ended with Gunner's son coming in there. We'll, we'll wow. get to this. We're going to give you a recap oh, of the whole thing. Yeah. But what a yeah. moment to end that show. That Absolutely. Was so, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, it was a night of moments for sure. And uh, we'll definitely dig into it. But it was also our kind of three year anniversary show is V3. Yeah. And so it was just special all the way around. And so uh, shout out to all of you who were in the action building. Um, and if you weren't, uh, be sure to keep checking on IWTV when it shows up. It'll probably be a good thing for you to watch before Christmas time. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Every match on this card, we said it in the pre-show uh, prior to SHW 46, that it was one of those every match could steal the show, you know? Absolutely. And, and it felt that way. Every single match, I was like, I don't know how the next one's going to top this. But mm-hmm. uh, somehow, some way, everything just kept topping his hobby. It was just, it was yeah. a great, great night. So, yeah, let's get into it here. Forgive the voice. I'm powering through here. It's that time of the year, you know. It's like yeah. 70 degrees one day. It's 40 degrees the next day. It won't make up its mind. And this it is the result. Friday so. night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, first night, our first match of the night. Actually, before the first match of the night, we couldn't even really get underway. Diana was trying to welcome the crowd to the I action know. building. Uh, meanwhile, up on the stage, Gunnar Miller's being thrown through the curtain from the back by uh, three members of Dishonor, four if you include uh, Brooklyn, and they were beating she him down. She got Felix in. I saw her. Did she? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you had Gunnar Miller. He was getting beat down by uh, Dishonor to start the show, and that left us wondering, you know, is he going to make it to the main event? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, they they brutalized him pretty much, Yeah. Uh, drug him to the ring battered his leg his knee his ankle i mean everything you can imagine that they could do to his leg yeah they did they Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure he wasn't going to be available for this uh title match at the end of the show and um i'm just gonna say they failed miserably (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean oh my god it was awesome yeah he is a fighter it was a great idea on paper for sure. And certainly it surprised all of us. It uh, certainly looked like they were successful because we've not seen Gunnar Miller take that kind of a beating and then return in the same night. Think about what happened with tank, you know, Mm -hmm. and how tank almost, you know, uh, ended his career in life. You know, he didn't show up back, uh, show back up later. So it was interesting to see what his drive would be like. And I felt like Diana, you know, we had been talking so much on this podcast. You talked about how distracted he would often get and couldn't be laser focused. I think this was another distraction for uh, Gunnar Miller. And the question was whether or not he could overcome that distraction. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Kyle Matthews made it out there a little uh, too little too late, however, but he mm-hmm. did run off dishonor and uh, they were able to get Gunner taken to the back. Again, mm-hmm. we weren't sure what that meant for later in the show, but the show must go on. And we got on with our uh, match number one, which was technically match number three in the best of seven series between Owen Knight and Nodgicism. <laughs> Both guys always put on an amazing show. Uh, and when they get in the ring, it's like magic when they're in the ring together. And I mean, it, it was, it was a hot way to start off SHW 46. That's for sure. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and like I said, I haven't, I didn't get to see the first two matches of the series, but if it was anything like match number three, oh my God, whoever was there got a treat. And I noticed, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was trying to record a little bit for my little socials and I I saw GB, I saw your reel and I was like, oh, we got some of the same moments. (laughs) Oh God. That's it was crazy. So good. Different angles. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Different angles. Yeah. It was just, I don't know that them wow. two together are fire period, yeah. period, yeah. any setting. It could be a main event anywhere. It, it was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I totally agree. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about the Georgia wrestling history awards, which that gala is coming up in about six weeks or so. So you can certainly yeah. get your tickets for that. Uh, and we'll, we'll be finding out soon enough who the nominees are, but I definitely think those two have to be in several categories. They both mm-hmm. had tremendous years. And uh, I think to myself as great as these best of seven matches are, there's a part of me that wonders, whatever the last match is, if it's match five, six, or seven, does this end with a new tag team? Mm. Oh my Think God. Think about it. Some of the best, best of seven matches have given us great tag teams. You know, we okay, think about rivalries. Like Kyle Matthews and Chip Day. We think about The Bar, you know, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Like, it's when you get into these kinds of fights, you realize we are better together than we are apart. And I personally would love, can you imagine those two perhaps coming together, being the team to take on Dishonor, Happy Madness for the tag titles? Wow. I'm for Just it. thinking yeah. out loud. Can we do that next month? I love that. I love that. You know, I'm I'm curious because I know there was like six. There may have been seven different promotions. It may have just been six. I'm not sure because Mm -hmm. we we could end up getting match seven. I don't know. I'm not sure where that falls in the series of best of seven. But um, so who knows what's going to happen next month? We still got a good ways to go. We do know one main event that's going to be happening, and we'll get to that at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Here's a teaser for you in case you haven't heard yet <laughs> or seen the poster on uh, social media. But uh, anyways, amazing way to amazing way to start the show. And uh, moving on down the card here, we had Murder One taking mm-hmm. on Adrian Hawkins of the approved two men that know each other very well, very long history there. Uh, Murder, of course, has had a bit of a... a Back and forth with Joe Black, to say the least, over the last couple of months. And so we weren't sure if that would come into play here. But uh, a fun match, a, a hard-hitting match. Yes. And uh, Murder able to come out on top here in this one. Murder absolutely assaulted him. Yeah. A little Start bit. Start to finish. I mean, it was almost, my heart was going out to him, but just a little bit. 
mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing. Adrian hasn't always been the nicest to me, and that's fine because that's what they do. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. I don't ask for people just to be nice to me. That's fine. But mm-hmm. to see murder come out and actually do what he does and what he has been known to do all these years, and put it in to a match like this with Adrian Hawkins, holy crap! It was yeah. like. <laughs> This is the guy, okay? This is the guy everybody's been talking about because mm-hmm. all I've seen lately is just the talking, the cage match, you know, the mm-hmm. war games. This is him entering, doing his thing, and yeah, yeah. Mm. it's good. It, it was good. Uh, he's been doing this now for 31 years, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> like these 31 year veterans today, I mean, they're built different than the 30 year veterans from 10, 15 years ago. Right. He's still in great shape. He still knows what he needs to do. And uh, even though he got a little distracted, he managed to regain his focus, which I think was of super importance. And, you know, certainly while he was not nice to his opponent, uh, who was indeed nice, is one Rob Rod, who yes. wrote yes. a report about uh this show and it was great and one of the things that he said was that our own diana her outfit was so good it could make yeah! a yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go read it, could, it. it could it could make you play for another team he was ready <laughs> to to trade his jersey in that's how good oh. diana is so people were being nice to her even when murder or or anybody else was not, which is exciting. But I'll the tell you this. always been good. It was Adrian. That's well, Adrian. And Adrian got beat down for not being nice. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, and then, of course, at the end, uh, a very scathing, again, promo by Murder One, which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. Now, let me be clear. I don't think that uh, Joe Black's reign as the promo king is in danger. Right. But I do think he has met somebody who has the ability to go blow for blow with him in a promo. And so whenever either of those two men get a microphone, my eyes are wide open. My ears are attentive. The phone goes down. I need to hear everything they have to say. And he yes. dropped a bit of a bombshell at the end of that match. He did. He Amen. did, and uh, you reminded me, GB, this is a good reminder to let everybody know, if you're watching us right now during our premiere, you mm-hmm. still have time to get to the action building That's because right. doors open at 7.30 and mm-hmm. bell time is at 8 for yeah. the uh, F the Titanic, Save the Iceberg show. Yeah. Uh, it's a benefit and tribute to Iceberg, a legend here in Georgia in the southeast, yes. and uh, uh, one of the big men, the big scary monsters, one of the legends, and um for some medical bills and some medical stuff that he's going through, all the uh, proceeds are going to him to help him with that. But it's a stacked card. Mm-hmm. And back to your point, GB, after the uh, the match the other night, you're right, Murder One calling Joe Black out for uh, tonight's show uh, mm-hmm. for Iceberg. And it's going to be a six-man tag right. team match. You're right. going to have Murder One teaming with Tank, teaming with David Young, going up against Dishonor, which would be mm-hmm. uh, Joe Black and Happy Madness. So, uh, and, and like you said, I think uh, if the powers that be at SHW uh, st- or, you know, put this into motion and sign the dotted line, if mm-hmm. Murder's team wins tonight, then Murder will get Joe Black one-on-one uh, at an SHW show sometime, hopefully sooner than later. Um, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, 
that's going to be exciting very interesting very, going to be very very interesting very interesting so that's another great show at the action building tonight you still have time to get out there and right. uh, mm-hmm. check it out uh tickets on sale at the door and all proceeds go to iceberg so yeah. moving on down the line here the next card or the next match on the card jordan kingsley shoot taylor shoot taylor making his singles match debut here in shw and gb I said this going into the match. I think I even said it on the pre-show before the show started. <laughs> I thought this was going to be one of the most high-flying matches we were ever going to see. Yeah. But instead, and GB, you brought it up to us that, you know, Shoot is an amateur wrestler dating back to when he was like, what did you say, six years old? In the sixth grade. Yeah, or six, yeah sixth, sixth grade. grade. Uh, That's what it was. So mm-hmm. it ended up being way more mat wrestling and a little chain yeah. wrestling than I even anticipated and a lot less aerial stuff than i than i thought but it was still an amazing matchup what do you guys think do you think jordan uh was ready for that because you know he no. he's a, he likes the half line i think it really caught him off guard yeah and um and she really showed his ability to be great he did and boy he's a good heel is he mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. i like it yeah i like you it. liked him bad boys I kind of do. Yeah, I do to does. an extent. To an extent. We'll get to that later. But yeah, I like this one. I like this yeah. one. Yeah, shoot Taylor is a very, very special. Um, I've had obviously the opportunity to see him in some other spaces. So making his SHW debut, I think to your point, Diana and Brandon, um, I think Jordan also thought this was gonna be a high flying affair. So he was prepared for that. So for it to be a ground game, I think definitely caused him to have to to alter his uh, strategy mid-match. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that he ever got on because uh, then at the times where, you know, Kingsley thought that shoot would only go uh, ground attack, then he'd go aerial, right? Like it was just, it was brilliant. And I, I said it then and I'll say it again. We are identifying the next big star in our promotion. I said it a couple of years about Carly Brown. I'm Mm -hmm. saying that right now about Shoot Taylor. You will be hearing about this man an awful lot in 2023. And so I hope you, as the SHW faithful, take full advantage of the opportunities to see him because he's got it. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait. I uh, I hope we see him a lot more. Uh, as yeah. you mentioned uh, in SHW, because whew, he's a fun one to watch. And he he's is. one that we saw from day one at the Nightmare Factory, GB. That's right. You know, That's over right. the last couple of years. And and like you said, other spaces around Georgia. So whew, he's a fun one. And uh, look forward to seeing more of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jordan Kingsley can't give it up. Uh, can't take away from him. I mean, he put on an amazing show as well. Uh, he's had a, a pretty solid year up to this point. Uh, it didn't go his way uh, this past Friday. But... You know, 2023, it's a new year. Turn a new yeah. new leaf and uh, hope to uh, start off on the right foot. So He definitely hope- had a better 22 than he did 21. Absolutely. That's true. So, I mean, way, it's a win for Jordan. So, let's see what Agreed. he can do next year. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, moving on down the line, uh, one of Diana's favorites was in the house. Oh, yes. The frat daddy or frat boy, as frat Diana, boy. As Diana mm-hmm. calls him. Yeah. Frat yeah. boy. He has merch that says frat boy, and him, that's what he is. Him and his uh, multiple pop collar polo shirts. I'm talking about Bryce Cannon, of course, was uh, in the house at SHW 46 to take on the returning monster that is Cyrus the Destroyer. And um, yeah, it kind of went about the way 
I expected because I felt like Bryce would catch a beatdown, which he did. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also felt like Exotic Youth would somehow get involved, which they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, due to disqualification, Cyrus still came away with the win. Yeah. I didn't Not see that, that he coming. Needed that he would have gotten right. up and put them all three. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it coming via DQ, but it did. Yeah. Um, but man, do they do these three guys have a death wish because they are attacking? Uh, you know, Cyrus with chairs and, and like, are they crazy? What's wrong with these guys? Well, they're not known for their smarts and wits. Okay. I mean, <laughs> they're not. Bryce is still claiming to be in a fraternity and he's supposed to be a daddy now. So, I mean, I don't know. Is he, I don't know. Is he still stuck? I don't know, but they're not the smartest trip uh, team there is obviously. And you don't come into a new promotion. I don't care how many times you've visited. But you don't be rude to the lady of the house, first of all, because that could have been the first beatdown that Bryce would have encountered that night. And then Cyrus could have finished him off. One of my favorite. One of my favorite pictures was Diana. I don't know. Did you actually (sighs) kick him in the butt or were you just about to? But (laughs) I did not. I didn't put my hands on anybody that was supposed to put my hands on. But, ooh, did I want to. Ooh, (laughs) did I want to. I love it. Oh, my God. But Exotic Youth has been known for their skinty little tactics and, and the little sneaky ways. And mm-hmm. I, it was expected. I mentioned it before. I was like, they're not, he's not going to come along. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to actually put Cyrus on the mat. But how many chair shots can you take to the back after you've been on an airplane from Japan? Right. Fighting in Japan. Right. And, not I to mean, mention, he literally came like, I'm pretty sure straight from the airport. Like he came just, from the airport. Yeah. And think about like right jet lag flight. and all that jet lag and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, then you gotta crazy. come and deal with children. Come on, <laughs> come on. But it's fun because, like you said, they obviously, obviously have a death wish, and I'm for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I I think Bryce Cannon uh, probably listened to a certain song before he came out and kind of got the words confused. Our friends Earth, Wind, and Fire tell you keep your head to the sky, and I think he thought that meant keep your hair. To the sky, as his hair certainly pointed north. Oh gosh! North please put up the side this... by side right here, please. <laughs> Just put up the side by side right here. There. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh. And and ironically, Cyrus uh, kind of put his hands all over that and altered the direction. <laughs> it was beautiful to see. Uh, it was great to see Cyrus back again. He is literally an international superstar, mm-hmm. and it is a great thing to have him here at SHW. I wonder what happens next, because if I am exotic youth, I'm staying very, very far away from Cyrus. They're not and, smart for that. Well, you, you've said that, which makes me wonder what, what if anything, is next between uh, these four individuals. Uh, I just, I think they ought to just be glad that they didn't leave with a loss via pinfall, or that they actually were able to walk out of the building. So, Well, two of them yeah. did. Bryce actually crawled. Well, that part. That's because his hair wasn't pointing in the right direction. I know, right? Well, <laughs> Pepper might real. have just bounced out because when he went up and just bounced off Literally. of Cyrus, I was like, he's about to fly up into the crowd. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I want to see that over and over again. Can you like, do me a reel that just, <laughs> yeah. just knocks him into Cyrus? That, I want to see that. Somebody that said that would up. be hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Oh, man. So good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> after that match, uh, we had what was uh, I think 
had some mixed opinions from from different folks coming into the show when we saw the preview video earlier in the week of Mr. Bagwell's neighborhood. <laughs> you know, in the video, it talked about, you know, shows like the Jericho Highlight Reel or Piper's Pit. So we're thinking something in the vein, maybe some sort of interview interview type segment is what we were, I guess, expecting. But it was a whole different side of Buff Bagwell that we've ever seen before. You know, when he was at our show at the anniversary, he was regular old Buff wearing the black and white, the NWO colors, joining us on commentary. And he just seemed like regular old Buff Bagwell. And, you know, living with the, at the DDP crib, the DDP wide crib, uh, accountability crib and doing all these things with DDP. It's got him like a whole new mindset. I don't know. It was very strange, right? So we knew that he was going to show up. We knew that he was going to call out Nick Halen, who he mm-hmm. wanted to offer an apology to for the confronta- confrontation they had at the anniversary show. Well, that did happen. But then we also got a surprise appearance by Santa Claus mm-hmm. and uh, and his elf. And... I don't know. I'll let you guys take it from there. But what do you guys think? It, it was a fun segment overall, but it actually led us into an impromptu matchup. Mm-hmm. Buff sang. Yeah. He did. <laughs> wow. I don't know Buff if you got the words sang. right. I don't know if you I got the words I right. I don't even know what the words are, but Buff sang. Yeah. It was Mr. Bagwell's neighborhood, so it's it's whatever words he wanted to sing. But yes, he was very nice calling Mr. Halen out, not Van. Nick. <laughs> Right. Calling him out to apologize for cracking him over the back with his crutch yeah. and trying to make amends. Nick wasn't having it. And he was being very rude. And and I get it. He was probably, you know, gun shy. I mean, somebody comes at you with a, a crutch over the back. Of course, you're not going to be so nice to them the next encounter you have. But he was, I think he was genuine. You know, Santa. I mean, what's what's more peaceful than Santa and an elf throwing candy canes? Come on, come on. Santa was not drinking milk, by the way. It was a uh, Miller Light of all things. Yeah, that's right. Which or was I it a Pat's Blue Ribbon? I think it was a Miller <laughs> Light. Well, it was Miller Light. It was a Miller Light because that was the giveaway to the fans at ringside. The fans next to oh. us told us they said, "Oh, we saw the Miller Light and we knew it was Matt Sells right away." <laughs> <laughs> well good so, for them there you yeah. go santa cells, yeah. santa cells. <laughs> indeed santa cells uh a, a very impromptu match an unexpected situation and a, a proof again that you never know what's going to happen at an shw event and oddly enough uh nick halen not to be confused with van halen gets the win uh and does so with kind of ripping off some of buff's moves which Again. again, again. So interesting trip into Mr. Bagwell's neighborhood. And uh, I certainly did not expect Nick Halen to get the win, but he did. Very interesting developments here in SHW. It sure I'd like was. To revisit Mr. Bagwell's neighborhood and see what's going on down there. Yeah, who knows what's next? Who knows if he'll return? And uh, I will say, though, that was Matt Sell's SHW debut or singles right. debut, at least. I don't right. remember. Has he been in a rumble jack? I don't know. I don't I think so. Him. It was definitely, yeah, singles match debut. And it was uh yeah, Santa from Matlanta, uh, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> but it was uh it was a it was fun to see him there because I, I've seen him at other places as well, and uh he's a lot of fun uh where when I've seen him other places, and so it's 
good to finally see him make it to the action building right. at an SHW show. So uh, a fun match there, an impromptu match, unexpected. Like like GB said, you never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. But that led us into a match that uh, a lot of us had been looking forward to ever since it had been announced, and that being Chip Day versus <laughs> Sean Legacy. Sean Legacy, of course, uh, being chosen by uh, Pro Wrestling Noah during a tryout uh, a few weeks ago to be uh, he's going to go over to Japan and take a tour with Noah. And uh, Chip Day was a part of that as well. And apparently on that trip and, and Chip even said this before the match, he grabbed the microphone, uh, wanted to address the way he'd been acting over the last few months mm-hmm. with Kyle kind of almost a, an apology of sorts to the crowd. And then uh, also letting us know that he and Sean had spent a lot of time together and become pretty close friends over the last couple of months. And um, there were a few people in the crowd. Well, one in particular that was giving them the business and Chip didn't hold anything back and gave the business right back, which I think yeah. the rest of the crowd appreciated. So, yes. um, you know what? You paid your money. You paid a ticket to get in there. So you can say, I guess, Heck do whatever you want. want. But mm-hmm. don't get upset when they give it right back to you. So, absolutely. Um, anyways, it was good to see a Chip out there and kind of trying to, I guess, make amends a little bit for the way he's been acting over the last several months. But uh, mm-hmm. what an incredible matchup. I had mentioned to you guys before the show yeah, Sean was at the Rumble Jack a couple of months ago, but it had been like a year and a half, maybe even closer to two years mm-hmm. since he had had a singles match in SHW, and this was his first time back. He actually got a couple of warm welcome back chants from the crowd, and boy, oh boy, has he just gotten better and better with time, really? aging like a fine wine, because yeah. every yeah. and he's, he's on top where the other promotions he goes to, he's always on top, but uh, the last time I've seen him, in a singles match, I, f- I feel like he's improved quite a bit, and it's it's just gotten better and better. Obviously, he's he's going to Noah for a tour, so clearly he's gotten better. But uh, what a match these two had! Yes, I, I met Sean at the first promotion that I worked for back in eighteen. Okay, and we you know we did our little backstage interviews. I got to watch you know him wrestle, and and from then until now. Oh my gosh, the improvement is ridiculous. I mean, he was always in good shape, and now he's like, holy crap, the dude is in great shape. Right. I mean, he's definitely if he's walking through and he and you're at a show, you want to see this guy come out because whole lot, yeah, he's he's definitely got the look. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got the ability. He has taken his chances to learn from from everybody that he's been around. Um, he's got this great opportunity coming up in Japan. Uh, Chip, freaking veteran, who who is well known throughout everywhere around Southeast. Um, even though he is doing this little, you know, the bad boy thing, which I do dig. <laughs> Here we go, he, He's always, I, know. I mean, I do. I, I really like this side of Chip. I do. I like this. He's not going to take any crap, and he's going to tell you how he feels. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is taking the time to help the younger guys come up and Sean's younger than Chip, of course. And this whole match, and I want to say this, and I hope nobody gets offended, but I, right now I just, there were a lot of disrespectful to me chants about boring hmm. during this hmm. match. And I don't, I don't understand that. This was an amazing amazing wrestling wrestling i I will say i will say diana i'm pretty sure the same fan that was giving him the business during the the during the promo it was coming from that direction 
And it was funny because during it the was match, all over. there was a couple of times during the match where he would like yell something back to that direction. And it was just one of those things where I feel like 98% of the fans were loving it. We're and then there was that, that tiny little yeah. 2% that were just like, but there was that one side, but there was also yeah. a turn from my side as well. And I was just getting so aggravated. I was like, do you guys even know what wrestling was before it's the big, you know, the show smoke and mirrors. It is most of the time. Now go what? back and watch some of the, the stuff that trained these guys and see why they're, why they're so good for one, but this match altogether was just top to bottom, bell to bell, regardless of the, the bad shot underneath mm-hmm. by chip, the whole <laughs> match I'd, I'd watch it again three or four times over. Yeah. It was that good. It was yeah, that it, good. It really was a phenomenal match. And I think sometimes it, I am often amazed at how short the memory of people really happens to be. Yes. Um, it was two years ago when we weren't sure if we'd be able to have live wrestling again. You know, we thought about doing an empty arena show that couldn't work. We didn't get to do a show for about five months. And it's amazing to me how familiar and over familiar people will get in a heartbeat mm-hmm. um, when they don't recognize, wait a minute, there was a time just a couple of years ago where we couldn't sit in this building, where we had to wear masks, where we couldn't touch the wrestlers or risk being thrown out. You know, I think, well, let me just say this. I am very glad that Chip is enough of a veteran to know, no, y'all are going to get this. Y'all are going to get this match. And you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, too bad, so sad. You know, um, he didn't feel the need to alter his plan, um, you know, in terms of how he was going to approach the match. And I have great respect for that. I think what happens sometimes is some, okay, some people, (laughs) um, some people uh, are so accustomed to an appetite of candy and cake and cookies that when you give them fruits and vegetables, they mm-hmm. say, oh, this is boring. Oh, this isn't fun. Oh, I don't like it. Well, let me tell you, if you get an entire show full of candy, an entire meal filled with candy and ice cream and cake and frosting, hey, it'll taste good for you for a minute, but mm-hmm. you're about to be very unhealthy and you won't be able to enjoy much anymore. You need a variety in your meals. And yes. that is what I love about Southern Honor. We're not going to get a death match every match or every month. You know, we're not going to get, you know, a a, a dishonor rules match. We're going to actually get some great wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's going to actually happen. And I think it's unfortunate that there are some people, um, and it's not everybody in our uh, SHW faithful, but there's always a few who, you know, don't seem to be maturing in the way that our fan base is known to mature. So Mm -hmm. thank you to our wrestlers for not paying attention to that, for doing what they do. I'm glad we continue to do what we do and they'll be okay. Cause what will likely happen is they'll pay their money and be back in January. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And and that's good. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I totally enjoyed it. Absolutely. Uh, Well, I think what, one of the things that impressed me the most, I talked about just how far Sean Legacy has come since I've seen him over the last few years. And the fact that you're in there with one of the best technical wrestlers, arguably in the entire country, and you went toe to toe, step for step, hold for hold with him. 
I mean, I was like, holy cow. I mean, you know, we expect it when Kyle's in there with Chip mm-hmm. because Kyle's got that that pedigree. He's got that yeah. reputation, you know, and to see Sean in there and to be able to keep up with Chip. And if if Chip had not taken that shortcut at the very, very end, I think Sean might have had him. Yeah. And but, you know, Chip did take that shortcut. You know, he kind of turned a new leaf or so we thought. And maybe mm-hmm. he still kind of has. But at the same time. He's been on a losing streak, so he needed that win. Absolutely. So he did whatever he had to do to get it. Just a little dig. What the yeah. what what the future holds for Chip Day at SHW, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh he's back on the winning track. So there's that. Absolutely. Um Absolutely. but moving on to the big main event leading into this show, actually just a couple of weeks out from the show, uh, we found out we were guaranteed, we are going to be guaranteed a new Southern Honor champion. That being because our champion at the time, Cruel, suffered an injury and it was going to require some time away. So the powers that be uh, had him relinquish the title and came up with this five-way scramble, uh, elimination scramble. And the competitors were your number one contender, Kyle Matthews, who we had on the show uh, the week before, SHW46. Uh, you have Gunnar Miller. And then you had three members of Dishonor, Carly Bravo, Sunny Days, and Sauronaro, which, by the way, Friday was also Carly's birthday. And we thought, right. hey, what kind of, how, how would this be for a nice birthday present to become the new champ? But at the same time, it was also Kyle Matthews' 20th anniversary in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wow. And his young daughter was there watching him compete for the first time ever live. So, how cool would it have been if he had won? But then also, you have Gunnar Miller, who's been on this three year trek. Since coming Bruce. back to wrestling, he'd been gone for a couple of years. He returned mm-hmm. solely to Southern Honor. He only wrestles at Southern Honor. He'll tell you himself he does 12 matches a year, every mm-hmm. month at Southern Honor, and that's it. He doesn't wrestle mm-hmm. anywhere else. And he's been through the ups and downs. He's been distracted with this and that. And uh, could this be the moment, the crowning moment that he's been trying for for three years? And then don't forget about the tag team champions, Happy Madness, who, you know, them along with Carly Bravo were going to be a headache for anybody else not in dishonor. So, mm-hmm. um, but the big thing, the big question going into the main event, after what happened at the top of the show, would Gunnar Miller make it into the main event? And to start things out, GB, it did not appear to be that way. We thought we were going to have a four-way match. Absolutely, where it looked almost like a glorified three-on-one handicap match. Yes. And uh, it was very, very clear, very early, uh, what the plan was. And the plan was for Dishonor to eliminate uh, uh, Kyle Matthews. And they worked hard, but Kyle Matthews showed grit. Kyle Matthews showed heart. And when he got that first pin over Sunny Days, Mm -hmm. I think we all thought, oh, my God, he's going to do it. Like mm-hmm. this is going to happen. He's going to overcome the odds because at this point we had not seen Gunnar Miller. We made the same matter of fact, they played his music yeah. and Diana was going to announce him. And I was waiting. Todd Sexton came out and said, nope, nope, nope. He's not coming. So that is what gave us the indicator that it was just uh, us four and no more. And so that would end up changing uh, once. And we all were shocked that Kyle Matthews would get pinned. And when he got pinned, it left us down to two. You know, and right before that, I believe it was Sal. He had in that Hidaka lock, that octopus mm-hmm. stretch. Yeah. And I I thought, man, if Sal taps right here, then it's down to Carly and Kyle. I mm-hmm. he, he made me a believer. 
because yes. throughout the majority of the 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 first three fourths of the match when he's out number three to one, and he's just getting beat down and beat down and beat down, but he kept kicking out. Yes, and, didn't and we I, have Carly and Sal in a, a submission hold you know, together? All three at one point. He had all mm-hmm. three members of Dishonor yeah. in a submission yeah. at one point. I think there's pictures of it. And if the whenever it gets released on IWTV, you got to check yeah. it out. It was a, it was it. incredible, and I just the fortitude of Kyle Matthews to keep kicking out after the the beatdown he was taking. And when he got, he, you know, eliminated sunny days, the the I thought the roof was going to come off because then yeah. I think everybody started thinking, Oh wait, he's going to do it. He might yeah. do it. And he yeah. had Sal in that lock. And I thought Sal was going to tap. And I think Carly broke it up finally, yeah. but man, it was like so close. Mm-hmm. And then they eliminated Kyle. And then, then we thought, GB, I don't know if it was like a finger poke of doom situation where it looked like Sal was just going to lay down for Carly and then, yep. well, you take it from there. Yeah. And so, you know, going back to how the night started uh, after the beatdown that took place uh, at the top of the ramp, you had dishonor with Brooklyn holding the championship belt and literally handing it to Carly Bravo. And we mm-hmm. all were wondering, is this the plan? Is this what they are going to ultimately do? And it looked like we were very close to seeing that happen. You know, the referee counted one, the referee counted two, and then the music hits, and all of a sudden, Gunnar Miller shows up. And it shocked everybody. And Gunnar Miller came in as the proverbial house of fire with a messed up ankle and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it got loud. When that music hit the second time, sure did. and he came out, that that one, that I don't remember which side it was, left or right, but it was all taped up. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he came in there, double spears, mm-hmm. you know, jackhammer on, on one leg, you know, like it was that time when he was trying to jackhammer Carly. Yeah. And he couldn't get him to start with because his leg kind of gave out. And then he just muscled him right. up. And that one leg, he ended up doing it. It looked like on one leg, just about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, finally, after three years, there's your winner. And, yeah. and Diana said, and new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and new. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That was and, amazing. And then the, the moment we talked about at the beginning of the show, the moment, and we talk about it all the time, it's all about moments, you know. Yes. People people might not remember certain uh, parts of certain matches, but they'll remember moments. And at mm-hmm. the end, Marcus, uh, Gunner's son, uh, hops over the railing, jumps up in the ring, <laughs> is holding the belt. He's up on uh, the second heart row. Heartstrings, heartstrings. Oh, my God. That I mean, was- it's. It was awesome. It was awesome. But my favorite moment is when they were leaving and they were up on the ramp and, and Marcus did the. Yeah. <laughs> with it. Oh my God. That was just. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was so yeah. good. It was so yes, cool. We do. We have a new SHW mm-hmm. champion, Gunnar Miller. But yeah. here's the thing. And we still did kind of get to go out on that high note with the visual of Gunnar and his son up on the stage. But just prior to that, during the celebration, because she just felt she had to get the final word in for the show, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, Brooklyn grabbed a microphone. And uh, and GB, you want to fill the crowd in as to what she had to tell us in case they missed it? Because I'm sure you've been dying all night to do that. Uh, It was a moment that was shocking. You know, uh, she reminded everyone that even though Gunner has the championship, she is still the booker. She has Mm -hmm. the power to make matches. And so she made a match that none of us expected. She mentioned that uh, the champion would be in a tag team match. She was feeling 
her whole Teddy Long vibe there. But I don't know that Teddy Long has ever made a tag match quite like this. So she said uh, it would be our champion Gunnar Miller teaming with the owner of the company, Gary Lamb, to take on the SHW Tag Team Champions, Happy Madness, and the Booker, Brooklyn. And then if that wasn't enough, she said that Gunner can pick a third partner, but that partner cannot be a current part of the SHW roster. Everybody just had this look on their face like, yep, all of these questions that have come up. You know, Gary Lamb has been, exactly, who? Gary Lamb has said for years he will never step in a ring for a match, and I guess he never he said he'll never wrestle. Well, he did say that, and he said he he would fight. Um, we've seen some unorthodox matches under the reign of Brooklyn. This one, I think, takes the cake. I don't know who they end up picking. It's obviously someone not on the active roster. Who on earth could it be? Uh, that's a great question. Now, GB, you were standing nearby. Mm-hmm. I think we were both still at the table when this happened. Yeah. Um, I've been a little worried about this ever since last week. Mm-hmm. Now, Brooklyn was talking, well, kind of arguing with some of our fans at ringside. After the show, people were kind of clearing out. She was kind of wandering, you know, walking around, talking to some folks, talking to some of the crowd. And nearby, near us, telling these fans, pointing at us and going, well, you know, GB and Brandon are not on the active roster. So they could end up being in this match. And I was like, wait a second. Mm. Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. thanks. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Come so on, hopefully. No, no, I'm good. Boots, the man. only suit I will put on is the green velvet. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to be in the ring. Wow. Unless I'm doing an interview or something, I do not need yeah. to be uh, competing in a ring. Well, what we didn't think about is it could be you, Diana, to counteract Brooklyn. Ah, well, it, it it could be a, a suggestion. You were um, real I, quick to tell me to get in there, so hey, yeah. now I'm not. You know what? I'm not saying no. I'm just saying it's to mm. be an interesting suggestion. My, I goodness. mean, you hear that, I mean, folks? You're, you're well trained. You're you well trained. And and I told the fans. The fans were saying this too. I was. I told them. I said, "Look, I'm not a wrestler. I, I'm not. I'm not going to wrestle." Neither is Gary correct but that's all i'm gonna say well and and you don't and you don't have to be a wrestler i don't you don't have to be a wrestler i i don't want to create any havoc but i'll just say i know that if that that does happen i'm interested she said folks and gb you heard it too she said i'm not saying no correct i'm just leaving not saying no i don't know if they want that and it's not that I'm scared of anybody. I'm I'm actually just scared of myself because if mm. I get into, if I get into my emotions, I'm not very good at controlling that. That's so, uh, which is what we kind of need, actually. We don't we don't need just, the super nice Diana. We need Diana the Warrior. It had mm. to be. It had to be something serious, Wonder Woman ish. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. You heard it here first, guys. It could if be you're a hearing thing. it at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll well, say those... this. Plan to buy your tickets. 
I was gonna say those those AI pictures you guys had printed out. I mean, there's yeah. that gave you some yeah. some ideas for some Can ring gear. Can you imagine Perhaps. her entrance? Oh, <laughs> anyways, anyways, we're just spitballing, folks. We're just spitballing we're just, here. We're just, you never know what's gonna happen. But that's January sixth. <laughs> Uh, SHW 47, mm -hmm. and yes. before too long, we're going to be at SHW 50. Can you believe that? Wow. wow. And we're going to be in the new year. 2023 right. is right around the corner. That's right. It will be the new year when we get to SHW 47, yes. Yep. That's correct. And we got we, we do have a bunch of holidays coming up, so uh, we may be a little hit or miss on uh, when we do this show, but I do think, uh, or at least in my mind, I have a plan to do some sort of a year-end recap or something perhaps we the to. week before new year's uh, maybe like a top 10 list or something like that we'll come up with something but uh it'll be fun um but i'm in the i've got my uh christmas vacation shirt on i love that um so <laughs> enjoy your christmas movies enjoy your yes. family in case we don't yes. talk to you before december 25th yes. but uh yeah this has been it's been it was a fun show last week it was a fun way to end the year with a new champ and uh very very exciting so that's going to do it for all of us. Happy holidays to you and your loved ones. Yes. And until we see you next time, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.